welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Sigoy. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a Fit Vegan superstar, Trina. Trina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Coach Maxime. Good. Very excited for us to to chat. Um, you've had, uh, I think, an incredible transformation. You've inspired a lot of people. Uh, your your update photos were inspiring a lot of members, and so I'm happy that we get to chat about your journey, kind of a whole how the whole process went, and how you managed to um, have, in my opinion, a really big shift in body composition for the amount of weight difference. Um, and you know, I was I was pulling up your graph before we got started, and I think like your your biggest fluctuation was maybe like four or five pounds, but from beginning to end, we're maybe looking at like a one pound difference. But your photos look like you lost like 10 plus pounds, like your, your stomach, how it tightened up, your back, your arms, there's a significant difference. And I think people are going to be shocked once they hear that it's only a pound difference and then they look at your photo. It's going to, I think it's, I think it's going to blow them away. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's blown me and, away um, too. Beautiful. Sorry. I think there's a, I think there's a bit of a delay. So I'll just, I'll pause a little bit before I, pa I pass it off. Um, so one thing I always like to start off with is, um, Everyone always has an assumption that they don't have the time to take on exercising, to take on, you know, watching an nutrition, meal prepping and doing things like that. And they have the assumption that when it's the perfect time to take this on and to prioritize themselves, then they'll do it. And so I would love for you to share like what you have and had on your plate when you took this on, because you didn't wait for the perfect moment to do this. Like you had other obligations and other things that you know, you could have used as a reason as to like, well, I'm just going to wait later because it's not the time for me. Sure, sure. Um, I think I'm not unique and probably can relate to everybody. We all have things going on and obligations and yeah, there is no perfect time. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, um, you know, I've got a family, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. Um, I work outside of the home. Um, yeah. And I have a full life. So absolutely. Um, I mean, I have still have children in the home. I have a new grandson in the last year. And so I also make it a priority to go and visit family uh, that are about two hours away um, once a week so that I can spend time and be present in their lives. I have another son who's in college that's in and out of the house frequently, and I, you know, got to keep up with him. I have a daughter in high school that plays uh, competition soccer, and so that's a lot of out-of-town um, travel. Um, and, uh, yeah, I work as a, a nurse case manager, um, so very busy days um, when I go to work. And I'm also quite involved with... Um, uh, nurse advocacy um, with our union um, and outside of all of those things as well. Um, you know, I've got a puppy, I've got dogs, I've got friends. So yeah, I have all the things that all of us have, um, but it was important. I definitely decided that I wanted to um, make a change. I had some goals in mind 
Um, and you're right, there's never a perfect time, um, but it was a conscious decision. It's a conscious decision that we all have to make um, to prioritize ourselves. Um, and I recognize that I could continue to kind of go out there and aimlessly sort of search and, and you know, follow different people or try different stuff, but I was really looking for that um, expertise, that guidance. And I kind of felt like I had tried quite a few different things um, and I felt like it was possible, but I did feel like something was missing that either I didn't have the knowledge and I wanted to be more targeted and focused with how I approach this. Um, I've had some good success with, with that in the past, either having um, coaches or mentors. Um, and so, yeah, and I felt like I still had a concept back then. I have a different mindset now that, um, I wanted it, but I kind of felt like there was something keeping me from that. It was like, what's the secret sauce? Like, is it just, a, you know, do I just not have the right genetics? Is it, you know, um, I, I don't know that I want to eat that many salads. I mean, it was just, I was just there. Where I was like, you know what? I, I feel like there's something missing and I, I want to, um, like I said, be more proactive and, um, get the help that I needed. And I'm sure glad that I did. And I, achieved phenomenal results. And the great thing is, is that I feel like it's just the beginning. Like I, mm -hmm. I want to keep going. And I, and I feel like that whole sort of like veil that I had mystery veil of like, how do I do this, um, has been lifted and it makes it very possible for anybody. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You said like, you don't want to go back to like eating salads and kind of doing the, the typical things that are, 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 are promoted to, to lose weight. And it's interesting, you know, like, I know you haven't been vegan for forever, right? And you, you look at the non-vegan world, it's like chicken, rice, broccoli. If you eat that consistently and very boringly, and you do a lot, a lot of exercise, you'll lose the weight. But when you fall into vegan, veganism and plant-based nutrition, it hasn't been around long enough for people to necessarily know how to do it properly. So it's kind of like a mixture of both and a guessing game of like, let me just eat salad and, and trying to, and trying to get away with, with that. And so I'm happy that we made you eat other things in salad as you were throughout the process. Um, yeah. and, um, yeah, you must've been really busy in, in the nursing space. I, I actually just recorded a, another fit vegan success story with Julie in the program. She's a nurse as well. And she was saying how, and I'm wondering if that's your experience as well when COVID was happening and everything was busy, she's like, people wanted to be nice and bring us food. And because we were working long hours and they were bringing like donuts and pizza and cookies. And then it was just really hard to stay on track because you're just so busy, sleep deprived that you just grab whatever is there. Is that something you experienced as well over the past few years? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, for a lot of people that uh, work those long hours, nurses, doctors, people working in healthcare. Yeah. I mean, we are privy to seeing a lot of things, um, <laughs> including a lot of break rooms with all sorts of stuff. Right. And people just kind of, you know, eating what they can sort of on the run. Um, on the other side, we see also the impact of, um, diet nutrition and kind of just the, the impact that people's health has on not only them, but their families and everybody else. So I think it really does, um, hit home. Um, for a lot of us and uh, was a lot of the motivation as well to say, you know, what can we do lead by example? Um, and how can we set ourselves up so that we, um, you know, are thriving 
thriving as much as possible and, you know, ideally, potentially, um, you know, not having to be dependent on other people if, if, if there's things that we can do to prevent that. You know, we understand when there's situations when you can't. Um, but yes, I yeah. mean, and the fabulous thing is that, um, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not really tempted for a lot of those things anymore that are kind of sitting around or hanging around. I have a lot better um, habits in place. And uh, this process also made me a lot more confident in uh, my nutrition, uh, in the vegan choices and the lifestyle. And that was something that I was looking for as well. Um, having that community mm -hmm. support, um, like I said, kind of, you know, fairly new, um, committed and knowing that that's, I wanted to have a whole food plant-based, um, diet and lifestyle. Um, but yeah, it can be a little bit, a little bit tough out there when you're transitioning or, you know, not everybody in my family was adopting the same lifestyle. And so that's also one of the benefits of this program as well as to have the, um, fit vegan tribe and that community support um, around you to be, um, you know, as you're making that transition or whatever, wherever you are in that journey. Right. And kind of reinforcing that. Yeah. The transitional phase is a little bit harder, um, as an individual, but also as you're, you're changing how you're eating and eating is such a social thing, especially for when you, when you have a family. So, um, I definitely like to dive into that a, a bit more. Um, but before I get to that, I'm curious as to what brought you to be to the place of like, I need to transform. I need to do this. Like what got you to like, I want to get started. Yeah. I think for me, I was also in a place where, um, I felt like I had had a lot of personal success in other areas of my life. And this was something that I felt like I was still kind of just, I felt like I didn't have it quite dialed in. Um, like I said, I was kind of transitioning to, um, vegan diet and lifestyle and cooking and meal prep and everything that goes along with that and questioning kind of with the nutrition. And there's a lot of different information out there and wanting to make sure that I kind of understood that what would be the best way to make that something that was, you know, practical and sustainable too. Um, that's obviously important. So I felt like I needed some more education about that. Um, and so I got that in this program. And it also uh, motivated me to um, get a plant nutrition certificate. So to also, you know, pursue that education as well. Um, but yeah, I tried different diets. I um, was fairly active. I've, you know, dabbled in different types of um, exercise. And at the point that I joined, I mean, I was, you know, in a hot yoga studio, like six days a week, you know, sweating and burning during, doing cardio and still feeling like, you know, and that's great. And I have a lot of benefits from that. And that's something that I still enjoy. But in fact, now I enjoy those activities better, not looking at it as a tool or a method to, for body re recomposition or to lose weight. And so it's actually, I think, healthier and better in that respect. But I kind of felt like, you know, I, I was doing different things and I still wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. I, you know, um, as I'm, you know, aging and I kind of felt like I was, you know, I, I joked in the, some of our calls in the program, but I was lacking a little confidence and feeling like, you know, I wanted to get my mojo back a little bit, if you will. And so, you know, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to invest in this. This is something that's important to me, something that I, I value. And I felt like, and why not now, you know, too, there's, like you said, there's no perfect time. 
And um, I decided to, you know, in some ways take a little leap of faith and, you know, do it. And I'd been following you in the program for a while. And um, I was really impressed, um, you know, through the process of deciding to enroll in the program. And then the what I saw is the real structure behind it and um, how it really helped me um, just really develop and hardwire the habits that were needed um, to make it possible. And then of course, you know, seeing the um, body recomposition um, results uh, just continues to motivate me, so. Yeah, well, honestly, you came in really motivated and disciplined, right? Like you mentioned, you already had some of these habits of being physically active. I think uh, changing the format of the exercise and the structure of the nutrition is what made the big difference, but you're already in the habit of performing these activities, right? For, for the most part. Um, and so I, I'm curious out of everything that we kind of modified and changed when you came into the program, what have you noticed that were the things that made the biggest difference for you from what you were doing before and trying to shift your body composition to now? Sure. Um, let's see. There were a lot of, there were a lot of things. I mean, I think I, I gained a lot of new awareness and focus on some of the real important things. So, um, so I've, I've got several of them. Um, one was my water intake. Um, so I knew water's healthy and drank water, but I just think I, I wanted to really hardwire that habit. So, you know, drinking water first thing in the morning, <laughs> always keeping the water with me, you know, just kind of being more consciously aware and going out of my way to make sure that, Hey, I'm consistently getting that water in at all times. And we mentioned work or other things earlier. Um, I could see how there was times when maybe that took a back seat or I wasn't making the time for that. So, um, that was definitely important. Um, sleep. Um, huge. I always felt like I, I slept pretty good and did that, but I, I loved um, getting the Aura Ring and um, using the app. And I continue to be a user of that. And that information is um, fantastic. So it really made me kind of um, focus in on and really look at my sleeping habits, the quality of my sleep. Um, and, you know, kind of reinforce those times when I knew when that wasn't ideal, how it affect my readiness for the next day or my ability to then, um, you know, feel like I could be up to being as active as I wanted to be um, and how that also influenced, right? Our dietary changes, our emotions, et cetera. So um, I've seen a really big benefit of that. Um, and then for me also huge was, um, you know, the nutrition education and the emphasis on protein. Um, so that was huge. And that was something that I, I, you know, had concerns about whether or not I was, you know, consuming enough um, plant protein and how was I doing that, incorporating that in and having that awareness of um, what were the best sources for that? How could I easily integrate that? And I found that um, that's still something I do, making sure that with each of my meals, right, I'm getting enough protein in. Um, and I really look at it as, you know, fueling my body, you know, making sure that I'm fueling it right so that I'm going to have the energy and the stamina um, to do the things that I want to do and also kind of rev up. We talked about that rev up my uh, metabolic rate because I felt like I was, you know, kind yeah. of, I, I don't think that engine was quite burning as much as it needed to. So I definitely saw yeah. that. Um, I incorporated uh, part of that was uh, some protein um, smoothies. Um, so that's great. So I incorporated that, especially in the afternoon. And for me, that was kind of a game changer as well, because I kind of identified that as a time in the day or making sure that I had that. Um, and that was great and sustained me. And then that, you know, kind of 
kept me satisfied until dinner time so that I wasn't snacking as I'm making dinner, kind of, you know, rushed to maybe get something for dinner. So I found that that was kind of a game changer, those frequent kind of meals. And I don't know if that also has to do with kind of blood sugar stability, but for me, I felt like that was um, a game changer as well. Um, so I talked about the meals and nutrition, and then of course, the strength training. Um, and yeah. I had done some strength training before, like in the past years back. So I had some, um, some experience with it, but again, I was kind of following a book, just kind of going with a girlfriend doing that. Um, and it wasn't something that I, you know, kind of kept a long, long term. I tried other, you know, exercises and did lots of things. So it was kind of going back to that and it started slow. You know, at first it was kind of a little bit awkward and I started off going to the gym and as a result of the program, I ended up uh, converting some loft space that we have into basically a home gym now that is something that the whole family benefits from. And I've got no excuses to get in and get that workout done. And I've got all the equipment I need and it's been fantastic. Um, and it's very doable, you know, three days a week mm -hmm. at doing this, you do, doing the strength training and I can still go and do the other stuff too. But um, you know, I can fit that into, I can fit those into my days and weeks, um, and not feel like every day I'm kind of not assaulting my body, but, you know, not even giving it that recovery. So, um, the other things like the, um, meditation and the reading, um, I do that on a regular basis. So it's just kind of reinforce that, um, the cold showers and the exposure to cold still work on that. You know, I still, that, that's something that I still find myself sometimes a little bit hesitant about. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm more aware that, okay, how can I do this? How does this also help right with my metabolism and for the health? And so it, I'm finding myself more open to the opportunities or saying, maybe I don't have to bundle up as much, right? It's kind of like, give yourself that exposure, let your body do what it needs to do. So, um, yeah, I hope that <laughs> I know that was kind of a lengthy it, explanation, but there's been so no, many that was perfect. things. Um, and the steps, how did I forget the steps? Um, you know, I stayed active, but there were days when I had to check myself, like I was not as active with my steps. And now it's just something that I'm pretty cognizant of, you know, I can get those 10,000 steps in. And then sometimes that meant an extra, you know, taking the dog for a little extra long walk, or when I knew there were days that I wasn't going to be as active. Um, for instance, that day that I travel um, to and fro to my son's house a couple hours away and spend the whole day, that's kind of a long day in a car. And so I just, in between time, make a point to, I'm up and down more, I'm taking, um, you know, my grandson for walks, which is a lot of fun. Um, but how do I get my steps in on days when you know, it might not lend itself to getting around so much. So, uh, you know, all of those things, you know, and when I first started the program, you know, I can't say that I was doing, doing all those things right away on week one, but the great thing is, you know, you've got the app, you've got the reminders of the things that you need to do. And, you know, you just start hardwiring those habits, making them easy, attaching them to other things. And before you know it, like I said, you have all these cumulative things that are working together to your advantage. Um, to not only, you know, give you these, these great results, but, you know, they've had impacts on my life in other ways too, and they will for other people, right. As far as your organization. And even if I was already, you know, maybe kind of inclined to do that, it's maybe even more such 
more aware of how am I spending my days? What kind of routines that I have? What are the things that I'm doing to basically set myself up for success? Beautiful. Um, so basically all the, everything you listed is like the seven daily habits you have on your app. <laughs> so it's perfect. I'm happy they that they are, were, they, are, yeah. they were useful. They are all um, useful. So <laughs> one thing about the cold exposure is it helps activate brown fat tissue in the body, which helps you burn a bit more calories. So that's like a, an added bonus to the mental resilience, to moving the lymphatic system it actually helps you burn more fat because it activates brown fat tissue. Um, so you, you mentioned that it, these things have helped you improve other areas. I'm curious how that translated into, um, like family time, relationship, career, like, has that had a positive impact? Have it, has it stayed neutral? Has it gone downwards? Um, because I'm a big believer that it's the foundation to a great life once you can master your body and your health. And so I'm curious as to how that translated for you. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just as I was going through this transformation, I imagine, you know, the people around me kind of were too. Um, and it starts with maybe a little bit of uncertainty or there was a little bit of like, oh, is this just something new? Is this just something new that she's doing or what's going on? But I think um, what came out of it is I demonstrated like, no, this was important to me. This was a priority. Um, these are just the things that I, I need to do. And I kind of approached that mindset. And I think when you do, um, you know, other people around you, including my family, they follow. Um, and I just, you know, in terms, especially, I think, uh, the biggest impact to them was probably around the nutrition and meal time and kind of organizing my house around this, the vegan stuff and not, you know, my husband is not a hundred percent vegan. My daughter isn't, but over time, you know, their dietary choices have changed a lot. Um, but at first, you know, I had to kind of have a little bit of that line in the sand. Um, we had conversations along the way. Um, and now they both eat a lot more plant-based meal. There's certain things that are just not in my house and they just got used to if they wanted to eat it, you know, it's kind of like you can, but I, I didn't prepare it. Um, and so as a result, they, if I prepare food, I mean, that's, they don't mind eating food that's prepared. So a lot of times they'll eat um, what I have to be prepared or what I prepared. Um, so that was a big change. And then, you know, seeing me do, you know, the meal prep and the chopping and just being consistent, like, no, that's what I'm going to eat. Um, when we go out of town, that also meant some special preparation or planning around that or where we're going to eat or what we're going to do. Um, but now it feels like it's just a part of, you know, for me, it's a part of who I am and what I do. So I think it's, it's all been integrated, but you know, it's a journey. And I had to recognize too, that, you know, I was excited about it. I was doing it, um, you know, and I started to go more the, the sort of like lead by example. You know, I wasn't yeah. always vegan as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've learned. So I was like, hey, did you know about this? Or sometimes it would be sending my husband, you know, some of Dr. Greger's little videos like, hmm, you know, have you thought about eggs? You know, things like that and approaching it from a different place. Um, and sometimes yeah. saying that's okay that you're going to have that. I'm going to do this. And, you know, sometimes it also meant that, you know, they'd have a better awareness of stuff. Um, even with my friends or workplace that, you know, things, things kind of changed and morphed. Um, you know, uh, we'd go out to eat or go places and they know that I'd be having something vegan. And now we have some great places that we go to where it's like, oh, great. We know they've got these vegan dishes and they'll have that too, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And at the workplace as well, even that, everybody kind of 
you know, knows that I work with. And sometimes people will ask me about stuff or how to prepare things or tell me about places. And it's, it's, you know, become a good thing, but it is definitely, um, you know, definitely a journey, but I think it ultimately, you know, it ultimately always starts with, with us as individuals. Right. And kind of, you know, I made making that commitment to yourself. So you make that commitment to yourself. You have integrity to yourself. The rest will follow, you know, I mean, that's, that's truly what it is. And, and basically you put that into practice and then either people will respect that and go along with you. And, you know, fortunately I wasn't in a situation where people didn't and, you know, um, but mm -hmm. you know, I suppose decisions have to be made, but yeah, there are certain things that I don't, uh, you know, have or do or indulge in or, you know, other times where it was like, no, I'm going to get my workout in, you know, so that's what I'm going to do. You guys are sitting on the couch or doing this or that, but it's like, no, I'm getting my workout. And I think it, it, I've seen it also motivate and influence people too, where they're like, wow, okay. Like, you know, my husband yeah. is at the home gym now. And yeah, so there's been a lot of positive things with that too, but I don't want to minimize what I know, you know, are some internal changes that have to be made for us all when we kind of make that decision, right. To, to commit. And one of the great things about the program the fit vegan tribe is that, you know, sometimes even when you kind of need that reinforcement, it's great to hear, hear that from others or, you know, join mm -hmm. the group calls and talking about, you know, the consistency compounding and, you know, things like that. So I found like, I also made a point to participate in those because I thought, okay, I need to kind of keep, keep fueling this, keep fueling this, um, for myself. And, um, you know, eventually I could become one of those people too, I suppose. Well, you are, you are, and yeah. you have, right. Like you, you, know, you mentioned a, a lot of good things uh, in there. Like, first off, I want to say, that's why I love working with women because you ladies have such a powerful impact in your household and the community that just men don't have from my experience. But and just another talk from my aspect and from what I've seen from partners in the program, men to, tend to be lazier to cook. And so if if you know you come in and you help with, with preparing food, they're gonna eat whatever's ready. And so therefore they're eating more plant-based, your kids are eating more plant-based, the people around you are eating more plant-based. So I love that. Um, and you talk about like the impact that you've had on the people around you. I genuinely believe everyone wants to become a better version of themselves, right? And then whether that is, you know, procrastination, limiting belief, you know, self-deprecation, whatever people have that is preventing them from doing that, but everyone aspires to that. And so when they find someone around them that is doing the thing and that is doing it consistently, that's very appealing to people and they're going to be attracted to you to want to do that. And so that's a... It's, you're basically becoming a lighthouse in your community and in your family, right? And especially as parents, you want to lead by example for your kids. It's not necessary that you have to do it perfectly all the time. It's just that you have to do it consistently because people notice consistency over perfection all the time. And, and that's, that has a greater impact of like, oh, we're watching TV and we're relaxing and mom's like, God, do my workout right now, right? And you get up, you mean, like, everyone's laying on the couch, you're feeling the same way they are, but you go and do it. And that's very impactful on the people that are close to you. So I'm proud of you for that because that's really challenging to do. Um, I'm curious, was there any, uh, bumps in the roads, obstacles, things that have come up throughout your time with us 
that um, have derailed you, but that you were just like, I'm going to get back on track, which ultimately you did because you did complete the program. But I'm curious, like, was there any moments throughout it and how did you deal with them? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think, okay, so I'll start off. Um, so right at the beginning, right at the beginning, um, you know, part of the process is you have these um, weekly check-in meetings. And right at the beginning, I had to kind of like come to terms with my idea of kind of, uh, perfection or, Hey, I'm expecting some results like right away. Um, so, you know, even though I had, you know, taken time to kind of read, Hey, this is what you do. This is how the process is. What you, your video explains exactly, you know, we're asked to like, Hey, if you did everything on track, you know, kind of rate yourself. And so, you know, right away I rated that there was like a problem, you know, <laughs> and even though I was kind of like doing everything that was expected and I kind of, I was going into it with all of these like unrealistic expectations. And so I remember um, initially my coach was like, well, wait a minute, you know, you kind of need to think about your expectations. And I'll admit my initial reaction was like, <laughs> how do you know, you know, what, what expectations do I have? And I kind of, and I had to just kind of sit with it for a minute and say, wait a minute, like, this is absolutely right. I just started this. I haven't even <laughs> like gotten into it and I'm already kind of like, you know, um, and so I said that to my coach, I'm like, thank you. And, you know, right away. And that kind of helped with me having a good rapport with my coach as well, because it just was a great, um, objective sounding board. Cause I can see how, when you go this alone, you can really be, you know, your biggest barrier. So that was it for me, um, right from the beginning. So that was one of them. So I had to kind of like level set right away. And then probably the other biggest barrier for me was I went into it with kind of these big expectations about a huge um, weight loss because of what I was attached to a number that I thought, you know, less about kind of what I'd look like, but oh yes, this is the magic number that kind of like everything will be great and wonderful. I'm good at all these other things. I'm going to be perfect. You know, this is, this is the kind of seal the deal sort of a thing. Well, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then there was my body and going through all of this stuff. And so, as you mentioned, I did not have this huge weight loss. Oftentimes I got in the scale and, you know, it was minimum where I was the same at the same time, my body was completely transforming and I could not deny yeah. that. And thank goodness we're taking the weekly photos because I could just see that every single week. And the, yeah, I hope. You know, you don't share that first photo because the first one, just by the expression, you can tell I looked defeated. I was like, oh, my God, I got to take this photo deer in the headlights, <laughs> you know, and every week there and after I was seeing those changes. I was, you know, gaining confidence, but I had to um, I had to accept and um, make friends with the scale and see it for what it was mm -hmm. a valuable tool. It was a measurement. But I noticed how I would feel a certain way and then I'd step on the scale and all of a sudden feel a different way. And I had to ask myself, why? Have I yeah. changed? Am I a different person? No, I'm the exact same person from 10 seconds ago when I got on off that scale. So I had to have yeah. a better relationship um, with that. And uh, so for me, that was a that was a big one as well. And um, I'm very happy where I'm at. And. I think with the tools I have now, sure. I have what I, I know what I need to do if I want to bring down the calories a little bit or change things up. I kind of have a sense now, like I know what is possible before it felt like it was kind of, 
I don't know, a little bit luminous. Like I just couldn't kind of figure it out, but now I can. Um, mm -hmm. And it just doesn't have the same hold on me that it did before. So I know for, for a lot of people that could be the case, especially a lot of women. Um, and, you know, I had to say to myself too, like, you know, I, I'm, um, I'm happily, you know, at, at a certain age and stage of my life and it's, you know, wonderful, but, you know, I don't need to try to be, you know, something that I'm, that I'm not. Um, and so I would say those were the biggest things for me. I didn't find myself kind of falling off of the program too much and have the structure. And I generally followed that. But I think for me, those were kinds of the things that, and they could have easily derailed me. I mean, I could have easily said during part of the program, you know what? this isn't working. I'm not getting the, you know, I'm not seeing the number where I want it to be. I'm not going to mm. do this anymore. Um, but I didn't, I trust the process. I listened to the coaches. I, I couldn't deny the results that I was having as well. Um, mm -hmm. and so, um, yeah, that, that was probably some of those big mind shift changes. And I didn't go into it thinking that I needed mind shift changes. Right. I was very practical. Yeah. This is what I want, you know, kind of go and, but I had to, through the process and unveiled to me, um, this other area that I had to grow in. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that because 90% of the transformation is, is mindset 5% training, 5% nutrition, to be honest, because you mentioned there was, a, there wasn't a lot of, uh, derailing from a nutrition and training standpoint, but that would just be like the physical result of derailing mentally, right? a lot of the things that will derail you from a nutrition and training standpoint originate from the mental, right? It's not like a, I'm at the restaurant and there's literally no healthy food available as you're consciously choosing to not order the right thing. Right. It's not like you can't work out because someone's restraining you. It's like, you're choosing not to <laughs> do a home workout or go to the gym. And you're right. Like that, that self-perception, um, managing expectation. Those are huge things that, People, when, when they start a transformation, there is expectation of like, everything's going to melt away right away. It's like starting a business and expecting to make millions in the first week. Like it just doesn't work that way, right? There's, there's time and process and you have to pay your dues and build momentum and right. And like, you're right. Like your, your photos look incredible. Or I get for, for a one pound difference. I'm very excited to share your, your transformation photos. Like for a one pound difference, it's crazy how different your body looks. Um, and so I'm happy that you, you were coachable and took on these mindset changes that needed to take place because you're right. Like that could have easily derailed you. And that's what derails a lot of people is the expectation of like, everything is going to happen perfectly and smoothly. And I'm just going to drop all the weight. Everybody's different. Every, everyone reacts differently, right? There's, there's common threads, but everyone's in a different position, gut health, energy wise, previous experience with dieting. And there's so much that goes into it. And so I'm proud of you for, um, again, being coachable and just taking it on and being like, wow, this is an area that I need to work on and which allowed you to ultimately finish. Yeah. And I love what you say about the comparison as well. Um, cause again, I was also comparing myself with some kind of idyllic sort of like number or idea that, okay, if I hit that, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, and I can see how that can happen too, because everybody's in a different place and space and different situation. And so, uh, there were also times when, yeah, you'd hear about people, you know, losing quite a bit of weight. Um, yeah. And you're excited for them. You're happy for them. This is huge. And you know, everything that goes into that. 
Um, yeah. And there were times you kind of sit there like, okay, well, that's, I'm not having that same, uh, maybe experience, but you know, I'm having my own experience. I was having my own shifts. I was having my own, you know, these, all these incremental changes that were kind of happening and, you know, synergistically kind of compounding, um, you know, mm -hmm. consistency compounds coming together. Um, so what that looks like for everybody is going to be, is going to be different. And so, um, you know, that's one of the great things about having the individualized coaching. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, I want to say something to the comparison point, um, as a, you're all running your own race, right? And if you look at someone when they share their win of like, I've lost 20 pounds. I, I know everyone's story in the program, right? So you're, you're coming in, you're eating like healthy food, your calories were reasonable. You weren't severely under eating. You weren't severely overeating. You're already physically active. So you already had a, your body had a work capacity that was higher than most people. Right. And so if someone else comes in the program and they are severely binge eating and overeating and not exercising, as soon as I cut soda and I get them to walk, they'll drop 20 pounds. Right. So it's, it's a hard, it's hard to like, be like, oh, but this person lost 20 pounds. I'm like, yeah, but they were also severely overeating and not exercising. Right. Which like everyone's on their own journey from where they're starting. And so that's why the comparison game is tough because I'm like, they, they just, you, you started in different places. Right. And Janice, some people come in the program, they're eating 900 calories. And I'm like, Hey, like we can't, we can't do a fat loss right now. We have to reverse diet for three months, right? It's not healthy for us to keep you there or go lower. Um, and so for those people, it's the same thing. It's like, I'm putting on two pounds and then everyone's losing weight around me. Like what's happening. So, uh, it, it is mentally challenging to transform, but uh, everyone's is, is literally on their own unique journey. Um, I like what you shared about the aura ring and the scale, right? So I'm going to tie to the aura ring. Um, you say you wake up, you feel a certain way, right? Like you wake up in the morning, you're like, my body's feeling tight. I'm feeling strong. Like it's good. And then you step on the scale and the number doesn't reflect how you feel. And then your brain automatically goes to like, oh, maybe I feel like shit today because the number on the scale is not reflective of what I was expecting. And I find that happens with aura rings and trackers as well. You wake up and you're like, I feel good today. Like I slept well. And then you look at your number and it says 50% recovered. You're like am I feeling good today? Like you start to question how you feel. So being able to distance yourself from the data is something that's really important. And I think it just comes from like constant exposure to it. Because if you run away from it, then you give it that much more power where if it says something, you're like, this is how I feel versus how you actually feel. There's like an intuitive part to it. Um, yes. How did yes. you overcome that throughout the process? Um. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I, I can relate and know what you mean. I mean, at the same time, there was some information that was good. You know, I did learn a little bit about, mm -hmm. um, you know, it did tune me in a little bit into the heart rate variability, the resting heart rate, things that I could tell with depending on my level of activity later on in the day or, or certain things. And then there were certain times where I necessarily couldn't explain some stuff, but it did kind of give me some information sometimes to kind of make me aware or you know, conscious of things that I could do to just ensure that at night I was getting as much uh, quality recovery as possible. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, I think the like you said, the continuous exposure, just being aware of it. And the great thing is after a while, I could get to the point where it was like, oh yeah, not even really checking the information, you know, information. It's like, yeah. you know, um, sometimes just be like, just make sure that I got everything in for the day. But I found myself less sort of like, okay, that's going to dictate you know, what I do, because I was already, right, either doing those things or taking action when needed. And there were some times where simply, you know, that was the day that I needed to get the workout in or or whatever it might be, you know, outside of that. But um, yeah, I just, I had to, um, you know, basically make friends and accept and, um, you know, see these tools as something they are, which is tools. You know, the scale as well. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. It measures. It gives me some data. It can be helpful information. But again, you know, making that distinction between here's the tool and the data versus, you know, here's how I feel. And more importantly, how I feel about myself, you know, and kind of being mm-hmm. able to do that internal check in and work if needed. And just and made me in tune to listen to my body. You know, there were some times where it was like if I was kind of you know, sore, or I did a heavy workout the day before I wake up the next morning, you can feel when you almost feel a little bit heavier, you know, and it was like, well, it makes sense. You know, and so I was like, why am I like questioning this so much, you know, so it just made me more kind of in tune to listen to your body. You know, if you need a nap, if you need to rest, if, if, you know, you're feeling great, go for it, take that, you know, do that extra activity or whatever. So I think I also, um, along with that gained a respect for, Hey, you know, here's my body. I need it, you know, being in tune with it, listening to it, um, respecting it. Um, yeah. And, and part of that respecting it and being in tune with it was let me, um, give it the fuel that it needs. Let me make sure that I'm getting in that good nutrition on a regular basis. It's getting plenty of water, you know, I'm making sure that I'm exercising and keeping myself active. So, finding ways to incorporate those also good activities and a saying, you know, this is part of self-care. It's all part of self-care too. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'd like to ask you this. I ask, I ask everyone, every member on the call, if there's someone that is listening to the podcast that is in the exact same position that you were in before and is maybe dealing with some of the same, um, you know, the self self-perception expectation of the things that tend to be, potentially maybe limiting them to taking action towards improving themselves and someone that's on the edge of taking action of committing, not necessarily with us, but just for themselves to start working out, to start changing their nutrition. What is something that you would share with them now you being on the flip side and, and being a, a fit vegan success story? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I would say to people is, I mean, it all starts with you and you are worth the investment in yourself. There's so many other, you know, ways that you can, you know, invest your time, your energy and resources. Um, but you know, the most valuable thing you can do is to invest in yourself. Um, and that goes a long way. Cause as you mentioned, that has a ripple effect on yourself and everybody around you. So all the things that potentially might be keeping you from taking that leap of faith from wondering, you know, can I do this? What is it all about? Um, you know, is it possible? It's doable and possible. I'm here to tell you, there's no, you know, uh, uh, you don't have to have any magic powers. Okay. This is very doable. It's within your reach. It's within your reach. It's very much possible. Um, you're going to have all the support that you need. 
for you on your own journey. And, you know, you don't have anything to lose except to, you know, except for you to see what a better version of yourself can be. You know, you know that it's possible, you know that it's there. And so, you know, I would encourage anybody to just go ahead and, you know, um, invest in yourself. There's not going to be a better time, a more ideal time. Um, and these are really things that you can incorporate. Um, they're very practical, sustainable, useful. Like I said, I'm continuing to apply all of the things that I learned within the program. And I feel like there's no, you know, this is something about a permanent lifestyle change, you know, so it's not a gimmick. It's not a fad. It's, you know, it does take time. It's going to take a commitment, you know, mainly a commitment to yourself. And if you're willing to commit to yourself, you know, do some work. And you're worth the work. You can do work. You you know, if you thought about the things, anything that you've been successful in and done, it did require a little bit of work on your part. So there's a little bit of work involved. But it, like I said, it's all very doable. Um, but it's so worth it. Um, and, um, you know, let me tell you, those your body recomposition <laughs> photos will convince you. Um, you know, it's wonderful. I, I have the confidence that I was looking for. I have the knowledge that I need. Um, I have the tools and the habits um, hardwired. Um, I've got the mojo back. I'm feeling good. And, you know, it, sky's the limit. So if that doesn't convince you, you know, go for it. Yeah, or Trina's photo will, will convince you. I would a major yep. shift in body composition. Um, Trina, I want to say a massive thank you for uh, taking the time to jump and record a podcast with me, for sharing your story, for being so um, open and, uh, yeah, just for sharing how you're, how you've been able to transform and hopefully it was valuable for people listening. Um, and I just want to say, I'm really proud of you because as you saw, transformation is not easy, uh, makes it easier with guidance and proper structure. And I'm very excited for you to, to move forward and to continue to implement these things for the rest of your life. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.